Claxby Hill. We had a very long, we made Norwegian style sledging. Let's go and find her. Where are you going, Master? For a drink. Okay, yeah, you guys want anything else? Um, three butter beers and some ginger and wine, please. Six shots of giggle water. Oh, great, huh? This snake juice is basically rat poison. I've spent my whole life right here in Lackawanna County. The drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! Yeah. All right, so we should we should we throw out the spoiler warning now? Spoilers, like if you're listening to this podcast, expect spoilers. And we're gonna and, ruin everything. And given that Cody wasn't we're able gonna to see ruin it everything. for no, 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 we're not ruining anything. <laughs> we no, don't no, take no. blame. It, for it did it on its own. <laughs> uh, and given that it took <clears throat> Cody a couple a couple days to see the movie, I'd say. Oh, this I also have. I also had to, you know, move. And yeah, 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 yeah. I oh, was finished in... moving me this weekend, but don't worry, I'll go see it this week. I believe is the quote from the currently I, I, to I, be released episode. And I had to go through all of Moon Knight last week. Yeah, well, I'd say the statute, the statute of limitations like on days. spoilers is probably already up by now. Yeah. So and yeah. Um, also, a couple years ago, I was at an LA fitness. And basically, the guy who was in there, I, I was almost a charge of false imprisonment because he had me so backed into a corner to sign a contract to join L, to join LA Fitness. It's like, where is this going? Where is <laughs> this going? I almost, I <laughs> to join LA, LA Fitness, fitness because he basically basically made me a horrible person if I did made me feel like a horrible person if I didn't sign on the dotted line right there and then. So the more you push something the less likely I'm wanting, I, I have motivation to go and see it. I just want to make that clear. I was not sure where that was going. I, I didn't either. I'm not entirely sure the you landed you the plane either. Me, but I think you just explained that you fell for peer pressure at the LA Fitness. No, I did. I walked away. Like, I walked away, but it was a very uncomfortable experience walking away. Speaking of walking away from an uncomfortable experience, that third eye. (laughs) All right. Wait, before we get to three eyes, we have to talk about the one eyed monster who I've never seen as much emotion. We're we're not that kind of channel. (laughs) We're not that kind of channel. We can't Uh, talk about that. Oh, gosh. We got to. You gotta keep it. PG if the ready. eyes are the windows into the soul, what does that say about that creature's soul? Uh, I'm sorry. Let's uh, even go before then. First of all, why the heck are her portals star shaped? Let's just. Let's just why not? It. Her name. Her name is America. America. That's already a like a name. <laughs> like let's not. America Ferreira, or whatever her name was, who was in... Uh, America Chavez. Um, Jane the Virgin. That's the show I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's sitting there going, why did they have to use my name? They could have used any name. But she was America also... Ch- she was also Ugly Betty, wasn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not to date myself. But I, because it looks cool. I mean, why was Wanda's hex hexagonal? Because. It's in the name of that one. Because, <laughs> yeah, because it's in the name of that one. <laughs> no, oh. Darcy even said, "Yeah, that's the name I came up for it because of its hexagonal shape." So, it because it looked cool. Like she said that in the show. 
But anyways, we are we are introduced right out of the gate to um, Ponytail Strange. Uh, yeah. Um, and he sucks. Yeah, he sucks eggs. I'd kind of seen. Uh, <laughs> we were actually watching the Graham Norton show, and they were talking about um, Matt Damon's ponytail. He had a ponytail for something. He was in China filming something and he had a ponytail and it kind of took on a life of its own had its own twitter account and people were like um, like my ovaries will explode if he ties that thing up in a man bun i don't think it uh i don't think it worked too well for so we're talking about like, defender Williams strange ovaries and dallas's one-eyed monster this is a great start <laughs> great start perfect and a star-shaped portal what, what this taught me Check. But what this taught me is that um, doctors who are obsessed with magic usually end up being jerks. That's just kind oh, of how this. Whoa! Did you see that shot fired? <laughs> Something fly past. I... Could he? Could he see it when it was a direct headshot? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to headshots later. The wedding scene was clearly filmed way after the fact because his hair is dyed like. 8,000 shades darker. Is this, like, <laughs> this was definitely was a movie. Was L'Oreal the best you had? Like, how big was the budget on this movie? $10? What, what is happening here? Are we, like, on the Bravo network, like, commenting on, like, oh, gosh, look at that hair job. It looked terrible. Oh, it looked that terrible. is the last season. I can't even. <laughs> it took me for, I was like, ponytail, what are you even talking? Oh, yeah. Because I didn't pay attention to the hair that much. <laughs> <laughs> he was too busy looking at that the beautiful lanky bod. <laughs> there were some moments in it where, I, like, with the lighting, I'm just like, did some of these scenes did not make it through pre-production? Yeah, the, I, I don't understand. Even the, the one-eyed monster uh, looked terrible. It looked so bad. I liked it. Did you really? It looks so it had bad. facial features. I, it, it was like it, you get to be like, oh, it looks it's angry. It's going like this. Did anyone else appreciate the fight between a doctor and an octopus essentially on the side of a building from director Sam Raimi? Uh, anybody? Uh, anybody? Uh, the fight on the side of the building. And then he, they even um like tossed America Chavez up onto the ledge just like Aunt May was when uh during that entire fight like i i caught that nod there i'm like mm. this definitely this definitely feels sam raimi's spider-man specifically like spider-man 2 for me it even the lighting style the way that gargantus looks like hair it, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly it felt it very much felt like a it felt like a style like did it look completely and totally photorealistic no but i wasn't did it look good? I wasn't I wasn't upset with it. Like that, like I that did not process with me that it was it looked like Marvel CGI. Like yeah. uh, I, my, I, I have seen too many same. Sam Raimi shots of eyeball. Eyeball zoom into the eyeball. Like I, I am so sick. The monster of it. only had one eyeball. That's all it was. No, we're just gonna zoom in on it. Every character. <laughs> every character. I guess he I, I guess he just really like I guess he got really excited when they got that third eyeball into Doctor Strange. Yeah, I have three things to look into. He, he loves it gives the eyeball me, shots so much he gave more eyeballs to more one more to roll deeper <laughs> into my head. My eyes couldn't 
go back far enough when that happened. Uh, you wish you had a third eyeball to roll whenever the. Uh, all right, same, all right. Let's yeah. keep going. Anyways, yeah, I'm just yeah. Glad that William and I are on the same page on. Yeah, I think on on some things it makes me and, so happy. And from the don't have like from the initial <laughs> comments from Cody, I think we might be agree. But I, I got thoughts on that. We so might break him down even more as we go on. There's a like multiverse multiverse traveler that's being pursued by all these monsters in different dimensions. So he's like, let me go, let me go talk to Wanda, and and he, we don't even get two seconds of breathing room to let her be like. Oh, I should help. I'm the bad guy. Like, who paced this? Who wrote this? It may have actually breathed a little bit better if it had the traditional two and a half hour Marvel movie slot. Like, this one was two hours, like right. on the dot. Justice League was two hours, and you could tell yeah. on that one that it was it was only two hours, and you could tell. And then Zack Snyder's Justice League was four hours, and that was too long. Yeah, maybe maybe seven they'll have a... hours doesn't make for a good movie. <laughs> okay, so we had watched that in eight parts. We had the big bait and switch. The uh, trailer made you think that this was going to be a Doctor Strange and Wanda Maximoff team up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, whoever's she's... in the marketing department needs to be fired yesterday. Or they did a good job in I was glad. Hall. Yeah. I was, was on I was surprised. I, I want to know they, what I'm in for. I, I like I, I said yeah, no, then watch us then, then watch a Sony Marvel movie because they'll just tell you about a whole movie in <laughs> right in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys <laughs> seen old timey trailers? They literally tell you the whole plot from like start to finish. And I hate and it. Having surprises in a movie. You also didn't it's get to watch surprises. trailers over and over and over again back then. You That's got true. Watch, like, there was no such thing as reaction. Back in 1999, I... movies got a boost because of Star Wars fans going to movies just to see the Phantom Menace trailer. Like Mighty, like Meet Joe Black was like, you know, got like an oh. extra like 15 million dollars because the Phantom Menace trailer was playing before that. Wow. Yeah. Trailers now, they trailers now are intentionally marketed towards the YouTube reaction videos. Now, the people who break it down frame by frame and catch every little bit of that, catch every little bit of that story. And so they they can't reveal anything anymore because people are able to go on YouTube. So let's let's just look at like. Uh, what the overview for the movies are anywhere dr stephen strange casts a forbidden spell that opens a portal to the multiverse no he does not however a threat emerges that may be too big for his team to handle what no it didn't it didn't come from some forbidden spell this is it's just blatant bad marketing like it was like now, which Doctor Strange? He didn't cast the spell. No, uh, no. And what I'm saying is, like, could they be referring to the Doctor Strange from 838 that they had to execute because he tampered with the Darkhold and caused an incursion? I, I know there's there's a lot of like wordplay Let's... and kind of misdirection there, but eventually the marketing is just going to be Kevin Feige sitting on the toilet going, "It's a Marvel movie. You're gonna see it." <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> yeah. right. I would appreciate that more. 
Avengers Endgame would have been would just been Marvel. It was just Kevin Feige just reading the paper, just reading the paper while on the toilet, and he says, "You know what's coming." Yeah. <laughs> like, why, is, why is why is the toilet? What's with what's with all the like poop humor uh, <laughs> this evening? Uh, but okay, so how does how does everyone feel about uh, Wanda's turn? WandaVision, I like the moral implications of Wanda. Like the fact that she brainwashed a whole town, seemed to be okay with it, and then defeated Agatha. When in all reality, Agatha kind of had a point. Like in that episode where oh, you know sure. where you saw Agatha at the Salem Witch Trials, and you saw her kill all of those people at the Salem Witch Trials all those witches on the Salem Witch Trials, that was just so you knew who to root for. Because it's like, oh, she can't be that, she she has to be bad if she's just murdered like 30 people all at once. Well, Tony Stark invents Ultron and everyone still loves him. Like, it's yeah. not, I think the whole idea is, hey, uh, you know how we were talking in uh, Moon Knight and Dallas said, what I loved about Khonshu is that nobody is good all the time. Everyone is flawed. Love that. Yeah. Totally fine with Wanda being mm. flawed, trying to harness her powers just to make her own little bubble because she has spent so much of her life in trauma and she wants to just have her own little bubble that she can control and nothing bad can happen to her. Mm -hmm. Totally fine with that being a flawed approach. But what I didn't like is that they, they like spent eight hours saying this is bad wanda you shouldn't do it and to the very end she's like oh my gosh i shouldn't have done this i gotta run away and be better great that that is a very good morally ambiguous ending and then they're like and we're going to undo it you i don't nothing. think they they i like i disagree with them undoing it with them undoing it because of the explanation that the dark hold is disagree basically that they did undo it or you disagree with them i don't think they undid it because they okay. basically explained it as the dark hold is basically a horror crux yeah that well, that's after where, you, after you left the movie alert. That popped up in our chat, and I felt like I was playing a game of whack-a-mole. Like, like, let's discuss it. Let's discuss it. Let's discuss yeah. it. And I'm like, no, no, no. Okay. We gotta wait for this. So, right. so I, the I, good in the movie is the Illuminati, and then yes. we don't even get five minutes with them. They should have had Professor X be like, Wanda, I can pull you out, and actually have her like have to try and fight her darker version selves. Like that would have been- Or so it is sort of like, it's sort of like the other mom is, the other Wanda is sort of like the conscience in her head that breaks yeah. through. Right, the, like the, at any point, like they had so many good avenues. Allie and I were talking about it. Like there were so many points where it was like, oh, they can do something really compelling here. Oh, no, oh, okay, they just, they just killed him, okay. Well, see, I like it because like not every- not every bad guy gets a redemption arc. Like in this one, it's she's going she to be bad to the bitter end. Fill it. Ah, but but they, I like it because like she had trauma and not not all trauma gets healed. Not all that's trauma. What we just ends. spent eight hours dealing with. Well, but like in that one, it's like it was trauma, but like, oh, maybe if, maybe if she had she found, learns from this, but not everybody. If does. she had found the the Vishanti or whatever the good book was. The book of Vishanti, yeah. Vishanti. You, you mean uh, the, you know, book that we never did anything with? Uh, the MacGuffin, you might say? MacGuffins aren't necessarily a bad thing. That's the whole basis of the Indiana Jones franchise. 
like if she had found that book, I think that her story would have been very different. Like she found the good book and it helped her work through her pain. But the Darkhold itself was the opposite of that. And it just drug, dug the knife in even deeper. Yeah. It dug the knife, it dug the knife in I, even deeper. Alex, you had mentioned that. like, well, if she has chaos magic. She has the ability to create from nothing. Like that's the Scarlet Witch. Sure. I, since she was being poisoned by the Darkhold, one of the spells in the Darkhold was to look into the multiverse. And so I don't know that under that influence, she would have thought to use something else because the Darkhold was, it's like a, basically saying. I get it. It's a corrupting force. Yeah. But at any point, like. But also, can she make things from nothing? I thought she still has to have a Well, apparently by that logic. Apparently, by that logic, she created two children out of thin air. Like Twitter was Were those... like, she's a mother and a and a widow. And I was like, well, no, she was never married to Vision. He was her boyfriend, and and he died. And uh, she just auto created uh, two fictitious children. Like, why not just create two more fictitious children? But were they created from nothing, or were those two other children that she? In House of M, I do know this, she completely created them out of thin air. And I know for a fact that the whole of WandaVision was based off of House of M. So I I get to be a nerd for a second. It's very weird. <laughs> when that but I do don't, know something. Don't you end up like finding out that they are actually shards of Mephisto's soul? Yeah, like that's where Mephisto kind of comes in to be like. That's why oh. everyone thought Mephisto was going to. So yeah, quite and when she created when her brother was like nothing in the show was like it was like yelling demon spawn like whenever they were running around like to collect the candy they're like oh, Mephisto confirmed because it was they were actually created from the show. Yeah. Either way, um, I I know everybody was rooting for Wanda. And I was too, my goodness, at the end of WandaVision. And to see her take the turn like that. I mean, I understood Cody mentioned the double standard. Like when she was she's let's, like, let's... you mess with the fabric of reality and you're considered the hero. I do it and I'm the monster. That doesn't seem fair. Now, which, okay. which fabric of reality messing yeah, exactly. are we talking what is about was Doctor Strange? I because his the, was to the it was incursion. the whole it, and it was the whole Spider-Man incident as well, as far as six, the 616 universe was concerned. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. She wouldn't have known about the incursion. And, and, right, and, that was Steven, and, and 616 Stephen would have no idea about the incursion. So not not the incursion that. that 838 Stephen caused. I'm talking about like the him messing with the multiverse to help Spider-Man. Has caused an incursion. Because that's what I think at the end in the first... Um, like post credit scene when Clea shows up, um, didn't she tell him that you've create you've caused an incursion, like with your meddling? You have to come the help. Events me of multiverse of madness caused oh, the okay. incursion. Mm, okay, so and well, like, anyways, I get I get it. Like she's upset. She wants to see her kids, but like, create more. Go find your husband in this universe. Oh wait, you don't care about your your husband all of a sudden? Like that was where all of the trauma stem from for eight hours of wandavision go find vision to be fair she wasn't there when 
Well, to be fair, she was not there with the whole ship of Theseus argument and him unlocking the memories. She knows he exists, though. She knows he exists, but he tried to squash her head. Well, I mean, like her he last memory doesn't. She doesn't know what uh, what other vision did to white like vision. Her, like her last memory of, of wait, him. Wait, if she can see into the multiverse, she should absolutely see him out there. And there, but, I think that doesn't. And I think that's the reason why sure. they she killed. Can they killed Wanda at the end of this movie is because why? they they elevated her as basically this godlike threat. So um, wait, wait, wait. They built her up and then had to kill her off because they're like, oh crap, we wrote ourselves into a corner and we have nowhere to go. Well, that was like, the whole argument sam- for let's just Samson her, you know. That's Pull the reason the they they kept like Captain Marvel off world for all of Endgame is because she they just wrote themselves into a strong. corner. Those two are so OP that those two are so op that it just like Batman for the be both with prep time i'm just kidding i was just kidding <laughs> maybe <laughs> may, maybe uh christian bale or michael keaton not robert pattinson but you know the ben affleck one would would but uh I mean, he fought aliens. <laughs> Martha! <No>. Martha! <laughs> okay, all right. In all, Michael, in all, Keaton, Michael yeah. Keaton could just, beat any supervillain with just his charm. Oh. <laughs> You're not wrong. I, uh, uh, now, the, so the I don't, George I don't Clooney get the, one would I know be like, there's... I'll give you my credit card to make this all go away. <laughs> Bing! Back card! <laughs> so, I get the double standard shtick, but also... He was trying to do a legitimate spell, and Spider-Man screwed it up. While he was trying to help Spider-Man, right? He screwed it up, too. I mean, let's be real. Spider-Man doesn't know anything about magic. Right, but he kept, like, throwing crap in the pot. While he's also trying to help Spider-Man, hers was purely for selfish reasons. Agreed. Right? She's helping zero people and hurt a whole lot of people just out of her own trauma. And I thought... Oh, that, which we spent eight and, hours dealing with the trauma already. Yeah. So I I, th- I thought that when Doctor Strange did the whole dreamwalking thing, um, did the whole dreamwalking thing that because he was doing it for selfless reasons, it would have worked out better. It would have sort of like that scene in Fantastic Beasts about the, th- the thing that happened that we can't talk about in front of these two. That because it happened for selfless reasons, because it was happening to protect. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, that yeah. Because it was happening to protect that the Darkhold sort of evil influence wouldn't have a say in it. The, or even okay. better yet, purify the Darkhold. Okay. Purify the But even then, he kind of just gets off scot-free. Like, Pretty much. Does he? That makes well, no I mean, sense. We'll see what happens, what the third eye means. Like, well, what, what right. all that means. Like, like is is the Darkhold meddling from Sinister Strange what gives him the third eye? Also, I'd like to just point out, um, so they, they go after the book of Vishanti, right? And uh-huh. Running, running, running. And then they drop down through the magic space door and then they land there. <laughs> and then the two middle pages burn, but everything else is fine. Was it only the two middle pages in the whole book that mattered? Like that, that's the part that was the part with the staples. What? Why? And then it just all falls <laughs> yeah. off. There was a, there was, it's the bound. Yeah, yeah, it's bound. Also, like, I really thought, like, uh, evil 
Hitler version of Steven was actually just going to be way worse. And he was just kind of like, I've gone crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I was yeah. like, also, please, I, my memory is completely blanking. So this is not a criticism. It's just me. I cannot remember him mentioning it at all. Does he talk about his sister drowning in the other movies? Because I uh, have no. zero recollection. Well, yeah, that's no. I was just like, okay, great. So now it is a legitimate uh, complaint. I was like, what's something about me you'd never know that will characterize and, and give you some credibility? And it was like, well, my sister died, and that's why I'm a prick. And it's like, <laughs> where did this come from? <laughs> what? Who, who introduced this plot point? Uh, well, we've had Disney has done sorry, so many sorry, orphans, sorry. have done so many orphans. Let's start killing some siblings now. Also, no, no, <laughs> uh, yeah. we already had that with Moon Knight. You don't just get to start killing siblings and being like, I feel guilt, personal guilt. It, that's where, death. when, when yeah. I saw that, Dallas, when we saw that, I had like this weird deja vu. And I'm like, I was like, I just heard Why? this plot point. Uh, yeah, I did too. <laughs> Why do we have two <laughs> falcon wings? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right it's the multiverse okay. so all right also this so, speaking of the multiverse can we get on that for a second i think we're living in the most boring version of the multiverse. are you talking about real earth the mcu's utilization of the multiverse is the most boring version of the multiverse like think about even spider-man into the spider-verse i know it's a comic but if you're going to have a one-eyed octopus monster running through the streets of downtown New York, you can absolutely have more fun with the multiverse than a 10-second shot of them, which they maintain their form in all of the multiverses. So as they go crashing through all the other multiverses, all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, I became a different me. No, that version of you is already in this multiverse. You, you didn't change hey. your form. At the very least, with their multiverse rules. At the very least, with DC, you had Brandon Routh and Tyler Hecklin both as Superman. They had different actors. I'm just saying, it was a very boring utilization. It was like, but also, who's to say there would be oxygen in the other ones? So how did they even survive the transition? I I am a little like one of those. Probably their atmosphere is made of milk. And you can't survive paddling through <laughs> Thank that you. business. Thank you. Not only, not only do they just go from like regular New York to like, ooh, New York where Bernie Sanders was president and it's all green now. Like, no. <laughs> For a hot second, I was like, I totally missed that he was the president in that one. But I get it now. So no, it's just like what you went to like, oh, we cleaned up New York and, and now red is green and green is no one no I, I, I can't believe i'm going to say this i can't i can't believe i'm going to say this but in a five million dollar budget crossover special did the multiverse dc did the multiverse better than marvel did <laughs> so did the multiverse better with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Like they had John Mulaney playing a pig version of Spider-Man. They had an anime ver- they, they they had Nicolas Cage as a black and white film noir, film noir version, version of Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay, they so I like, I will Oh, the crazy spider uh, the crazy <sighs> Doctor Strange has a ponytail. Ooh. Like, <laughs> 
I wish okay. the one eyed monster would have been Doctor Strange from another one. <laughs> and he was just super misunderstood. <laughs> and they murdered him. And they're like, we saved the day. And they're like, oh, that was actually. But in slow, it's like it's so oh, nice to say DC God. did something better. It really is so nice to say that. Well, okay, so I'm gonna send you a video where uh, and it's from New Rock Stars, it's Eric Ross. He breaks down like every universe that they end up crashing through in the multiverse. Uh, and he's taken like still frames from the universe yeah, and they, kind of explained through um, like what's inside. Uh, There's one of them. Well, I mean, he literally comes out of one and says were we paint? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I, I got, I got it's lost really in that hard one. to get out of that one. I got lost in that one for a little bit. So, I mean, they, they went through an animated universe. They went through one with dinosaurs. They went into one where the Tony Stark drones from Spider-Man, uh, far from home mm-hmm. were like flying sentient through. They went through one went, that was apparently Mustafar. Yeah. They went through. Yeah, Mustafar. I did see that one. There was Mustafar and what if like there were, there was, but here's the point. First of all, they were inconsistent with their own logic, where it was like all of a sudden only the versions of themselves in the other universes would be that form. So why did they change to the form? That's error number one. But two, why not give us some of that? Like, we, it was just a Oh, I think they are. What? I think the fatal flaw here, and the reason why I'm saying that DC did it better, is that we didn't see we didn't see marvel embrace its history the way that dc did we should have saw the fox verse we should have saw wesley snipes's blade we should have saw we should have saw at least a picture of ben affleck's daredevil and electra shit now okay would that have made the multiverse if you're yes. doing the would, multiverse yes. of madness and you're you're literally teasing us with Charles Xavier's and Patrick Stewart you're well, teasing us with Patrick Stewart the, according to Raimi and Michael what's his name the writer uh that is the uh 90s cartoon version of Professor X right oh I mean he was in the yellow hover chair so yeah he was absolutely like, I knew and, that. And, but yeah, he's to that Fox point though universe, yeah. to that point though it was consistent. Mm-hmm. Like we have new characters that we haven't seen before. And I think the ones that they were willing to kind of like fold in, like fold it in, David, the ones that they were Again, willing to, another fold yeah, in. the ones that they were willing to, that they were willing to fold in, haven't been present before. Did. Okay. I know DC's was just like one giant nostalgia punch in the feels do you feel like it worked better because of the nostalgia and acknowledging the history or because of its multiverse Mm. logic because the dc's version just felt like you know what forget it everything's canon fold it all in it doesn't matter they they leveraged the fact that they were behind as much as i have a soft spot for the air as much as i have a soft spot for the arrowverse a lot of it was not good yeah. Like a lot, a lot of it was not good. So when they went in, they just like they even brought in um, he who must not be named as the Flash. Like it even brought, brought in, in the Voldemort Sl- as the Flash. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, credence, if you will. Um, even brought credence in as the Flash. Clearwater revival. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. a weird multiverse over there. And Here, here's my problem. Um, like kind of going to that logic. 
inside the MCU, I know this one was sanctioned by Sony. They canonized Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland as multiversal characters of the same person. And their villains, which were also unique to those It, it was. It, like, if you're doing the multiverse after 25 plus movies, you just need to say it all, it's all canon. Because that's yeah. what the fans were expecting. Go bonkers. Go, like, go, you know. Well, so, well, like so Loki, I'm, because thinking, Loki literally brought an alligator in. Yes, alligator Loki. But we get a snippet of a paint universe, and then they're like, what was that now that we're in normal New York all over again? That's crazy. So here's show me that alligator Loki, Sylvie, uh, the other yep. different I, variants of Loki. I, I still want animal version of Captain America Civil War with like Steve Rogers <laughs> as a golden retriever. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like the logic set up so far from Loki is the variants across universes could look they could look like tom hiddleston as loki they could look completely different spider-man no way home the different versions of peter peter parker from the different universes they look different but all of a sudden in this one in the multiverse of madness it's genetically the same person so like each variant of doctor strange was so they're just retconning the past was was benedict cumberbatch so and i think that's the logic they're going to use going forward because that's the logic that they used in what if whenever they were staring into the different universes, like every version we're of- talking about. Yeah. When we're t- talking about an infinite number of universes, I- I'm sure a significant amount of Tony Starks are going to look like Robert Downey Jr. And maybe one looks like Some Tom. We're going to be Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. But I-, I think with the introduction, that's okay. We go Some to the, Illum- we go to the Illuminati. Mouths, others have them <laughs> sewn up. Some have their mouths <laughs> sewn up and then blow up their own heads because quote unquote i'm doing air hey. quotes because it's an audio hey movie. considering uh, how terrible man and- just told the whole like oh his only thing is that he talks and you die oh well then i'm just gonna seal his mouth shut like you're the smartest man on earth and you're just gonna like spoil it like like as doing, much girl? as i loved seeing john krasinski as mr fantastic like and i even had that one spoiled for me um, I had a I had a yeah, friend oh, like come yeah. up to me and say, "Yeah, uh, I really like John thing. Krasinski's character," and I'm just like, "Really?" So <laughs> <laughs> clamoring for him to be Reed Richards. So I don't know if this will make it onto the Instagram or the YouTube channel, but Cody had picked up a cable and was holding it in his hand for five minutes, and then during this really moment, threw it over his head. So did you pick that up? For the sole purpose just of throwing it whenever you got to your little John <laughs> No, actually, that wasn't intentional. Uh, uh, you so, see this cable of noodles? Well, that's what I think of John It took Kuzinski. three takes have, to get that cable through. I, right? I have a line called pun retroactively intended. <laughs> when I say something and You're the like, pun that works. And I'm keeping that. <laughs> so this is what I was trying to get to. The We have had a logic set up up until multiverse of madness but i feel like by saying that each variant is genetically the same this was the first little nod that john krasinski is coming as mr fantastic in the 616 universe how do we know that i I think i think how do we know because 838 it was uh you know 
we had Captain Carter, and in 616, we had Captain America. So, I mean... But Peggy Carter was still Haley Atwell. And this was... The, oh, it was but, but she was frozen in carbonite and then brought back <laughs> in Jabba's palace. So, I mean, like... Well, most of her does exist, Alice, so that's, you know... <laughs> I'm just saying, we don't know that he would show up in 616. And so it's kind of like a throwaway, like, fan service, which is worse I- than... A nostalgia trip. I think, I think the pandemic caused made them shuffle a lot of the plans around, and I think this is going to be a movie that, like, when we see the behind the scenes, you're going to see a lot of, oh, because of the pandemic, we did this. Because of the pandemic, we did this. Hey, the the pandemic hey, was the reason. So okay, so hey, in Beauty and no. the Beast and the Enchanted Christmas, when Tim Curry, no. you know, used magical notes to brainwash the Beast, that was excellent. Well, because, because you know what, we needed Tim Curry to play <laughs> Evil Strange and use his uh, evil CGI organ uh, to throw music notes at regular Doctor Strange. That's oh yeah, that made it all better. I Dallas the guy that made a Beauty and the Beast the Enchanted Christmas reference. (laughs) Dallas and I saw the movie together, and I do distinctly remember when they started fighting with music, glancing over toward him and rolling all three of my eyes. (laughs) I I watched his forehead open up (laughs) and then it just rolled back. (laughs) Actually, no, it was just his glasses. He lost the lens. Uh, We we looked at each other and went, what is like out loud said, what is happening? Like, cause we were just, we were so every time, like I said, every time I thought, oh, they're going to go somewhere good with this. It was just like, and we killed them because we could. Yeah. Also they're dead now. Congrats. But I'm also Here's music fight. I'm also cool with him finally killing folks off instead of being like just waterboarding people to death and being like they're all you thought they were dead they're back again all you thought they were dead they're back again no just let them go just the difference the difference between runs onto screen and and he's like oh that hurts bloody holes oh we can't kill people oh that's crazy oh but now we kill people off i i wasn't complaining i think we should kill i was all for it but it was like, like if you're in, in comics, the only people who are allowed to stay dead are Uncle Ben and Thomas and Martha Wayne. Like those, <laughs> those are the only people. Like those are the only people that have to stay dead for comics to exist. You know what? It, you know what? Aunt May can die in this universe. You know what it felt like? You know what the music, the music fight felt like for me? It felt like a vignette from Fantasia. It was, yeah. Yes. Yes. And yes. like that or was Beauty and the Beast, the Enchanted Christmas. Uh, there we go. Either way, Disney. <laughs> like that was you the only sell on that one chintzy. until you buy it. Either way, it felt chintzy, like direct it, to VHS. It, it felt Disney, and like that was a the moment in the movie where I'm like, oh. like is it felt like it was a direct some CEO's to VHS cousin movie. got to make that decision, and they're like. Like there was even a moment. Hey everybody, it's a bring your kid to work day. This is my son Kyle. He's seven. 
Kyle, tell them their, uh, your idea. I think they should fight with a piano and a harp. Why do you think that, Kyle? Well, because I'm learning to play the piano and the harp. Well, that sounds like a rich white dad, uh, you know, tutoring his kid. But <laughs> well, I want it in the movie. Well, I, that's a horrible idea, Kyle. <laughs> I want it in the movie. Well, I do pay for uh, the whole movie, so I think you should listen to my son. <laughs> okay, Kyle, we'll... Alex, sometimes the things that live inside of you just (laughs) come out. There's a multiverse of madness in here that's better than what Sam Raimi put on screen. (laughs) Tape for him writing his jokes right now. Oh, oh, I bring up, I'm like, oh, we should have Al Pacino play Han Solo. And and we call him Guido because he's Italian. And oh, no, no, my multiverse is totally overlooked. And then Sam Raimi is Like, like, we should have a boring Doctor Strange fight another it, boring it, Doctor Strange. In season two of The Flash, they go to Earth Two. Um, they go to they go to Earth Two, and while the Flash is running through the multiverse, is like running through the multiverse, he sees like like vignettes of every version of like every multiverse that exists. So you got to see Supergirl, you got to see Smallville, you got to see old school Flash. Something like that would have been all that I would have needed to like. Just a little like tip of the hat to it. Yeah. Like if you wanted to have uh, just a like a video of Hugh Jackman saying, you know, uh, pluck off, you know, or just, you know, you go through Deadpool. I mean, Deadpool should have showed up in this movie. Like at some point, Deadpool should have showed up oh, in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. We can blow someone up. We can throw a shield through someone's torso. Blood splattered all over the floor. We can spaghettify somebody, but Deadpool can't show up because oh, he's too edgy. I mean, look, I get. It. I think There's they're saving him for. Yeah, yeah. yeah Deadpool three is coming. Saving him for what? For his payday. They're not going to pay him twice. <laughs> 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 Yeah. I think you're thinking way too far into this. Like it's mostly like we can't. Ryan Reynolds would do anything for anyone at any given note. I mean, him and Will Ferrell swapped late night show appearances. Yeah, Yeah, just for for the heck of it, because (laughs) they're goofballs. Someone like Chris Evans showed up uh, in in um, Free Guy. Yeah, because they just gave him a call. Like any of these celebrities would do a thirty-second cameo. Ryan Reynolds is America's sweetheart. Want Chris yep. Evans is America's ass, but <laughs> oh gosh, see, uh, see, we can hope he doesn't listen to this scene. podcast. <laughs> Who's listening to this? Ryan Reynolds is like, I want to hire that guy for an aviation gin ad right now. This is incredible. I love it. I, what Ryan? I, I am a big fan of Mint Mobile. I will be in your ads. Ryan, you know, with uh, what's his face from uh, from what's his face with uh, uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. I cannot. I'm blanking on his name. What's yeah. his face? Rick Moran. He is a Rick national Moran. treasure. Like, yeah, yeah. He is a national treasure, just like Hugh Jackman. I've been up a- since five o'clock in the morning. Okay, <laughs> Hugh Jackman is a national treasure. Who's okay. nation? We don't know. So, question, and we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of wrap it up with this question. This was billed as the MCU's first like horror movie, like first scary movie. Outside yeah. of multiverse logic, outside of cameos that did or did not happen. Okay. Okay. 
uh, how did you feel it played out as a scary movie? I mean, Wanda was horrified. <laughs> like she was, was, she? was like it's when they were chasing. She was chasing them down the tunnel and like going oh, through the stop reflection. running and turn around and see if Wanda can oh, catch up with us. Definitely, yeah, that... ca- definitely caught that one. But definitely caught that one. But you know, well, way they classic horror, horror movie. They're gonna make poor decisions. That is right that is here. classic horror movie. Like. And ninety percent of horror movies are bad for a reason. And I don't think Sam Raimi is known for like Thank you. good horror. I think Thank he's you. known for camp horror. Thank you. Uh, and I am I am a fan of a lot of camp. Like I I, 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 I am too. And I it, goodness, whenever they were inside of Carmitage and they were like cover the reflections, and then oh, that she was a great scene. And she like Pennywise unfolded from from the oh that was terrifying like that was the ring crawls out (laughs) yeah but her body was like like twisted and deformed and I I think some of the like scare you could definitely tell it was a Sam Raimi film like this was full blown like Evil Dead. Punch yourself for two weeks straight yeah so scary oh what'd you think of the second post credit scene Gary. With Bruce Campbell, it's, it's over. It's over. <laughs> Basically, their Ferris Bueller, their Ferris Bueller, Bueller moment. Yeah, you mean I, like they did in Deadpool already? Or wait, which they then lampoon, which they lampoon from Ferris Bueller? Like, I, as as a scary movie, uh, I think it it worked for me. As an MCU movie, like I, I'd seen one review review of it where it said this is just two solid hours of mcu content was it necessarily a good movie no but there was lots of like monster fights there was lots of superhero hijinks yes this one was like more of a scary movie too but this was more of a is it scary or was it just like oh we've never seen gore in one of these movies before i See, I, that's what I'm saying it wasn't actually that scary, guys. Like there was a. I hate movies. horror movies to begin with. I barely watch them, so my threshold for what constitutes a good horror movie is like Legally Blonde. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's totally fine. And, yeah, that's and at this good. point, by the time people, will but that's a different time, kind of trauma than a horror movie. Right. <laughs> by the time this airs, people will have hopefully heard our movie theory episode where we talk about like what goes into what we like in movies making a good so movie they'll yeah. have a little context to where we're coming from like i yeah. don't i don't like horror movies but i didn't think this was a scary movie i just no, thought no, it was i've said it like alien is considered a horror movie but i don't think alien is horror ish it's just a alien chasing people down hallways like still which to is this what day, this was still to this day the scariest game. horror movie i've ever seen is blink from doctor who like oh, that's a great concept yeah that's yep. a great episode I've, I've watched that one on your recommendation yep yeah it is you know it's still is bling from doctor who i don't like scary i don't like to be intentionally scared just in general i i like suspense in that i i get an elevated heart rate like watching the events play out not the elevated heart rate of my like cranial reflex from all of a sudden it's silent there's no motion 
to all of a sudden there's a loud noise and something on the screen. Like yeah, that's that, not scary. I, that's, that's Neanderthal. That's like let I, me run away from the saber toothed tiger. Like that's just instincts built in, and that doesn't scare me. That just means my reflexes are intact. I still jump at that scene in Chamber you, of Billy. Secrets when uh, Harry's and Borgen and Burks and like that hand like grabs him. Um, oh yeah, that's and, that's fun. But it's, and it's... when an Empire Strikes Back when like they're on the catwalk and Vader just pops out of nowhere, like but just pops out of nowhere. So that your instincts are responding to something surprising. You were surprised. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're not. I... It's not. Scary scary or it's not a concept that is actually terrifying like the idea of being in a ship where you are close in space no one can hear you scream is the perfect tagline because where are you gonna go what are you gonna do just hear the two of the legitimate the most legitimate scary movies that i have ever seen personally one was buried with ryan reynolds Yes, where he's in the co- uh, the he is he's buried alive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the entire movie, all ninety minutes of this movie, are him in a box. No, 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 no. Like no. there was no like bleh, there was no jump scares in it. It was a concept and it was a plot that built with intensity. And I like was getting the little alerts like, hey, buddy, you don't appear to be active, but your heart rate is over 120. That and gravity. You should see a doctor in your life. Yeah, gravity was like and gravity did not have jump scares. It it it, but it was a concept that psychologically. Yes. Terrifying. That one. That one was scary. Unknown of space. Heck, uh, uh, abyss. James Cameron, yeah, mm-hmm. where they're underwater, and I mean that's scary. Yeah, like there's when there's when so I was eight years old, that are scary. When I was eight years old, I was afraid of quicksand, snakes, that boat scene from Willy Wonka. When I was <laughs> eight years old, I was afraid of dying alone, <laughs> finding dying alone. Uh, Why were you, you not fulfilling my purpose? Not fulfilling my purpose in life, and that great grandchildren not visiting me on the weekends. <laughs> Did you say when you were twenty-eight years old? I was uh, I was afraid of dying alone. Okay, okay, not being okay, successful, gotcha. and then that boat scene from Lee. <laughs> yeah, the boat scene from Willy Wonka. <laughs> <Walker. laughs> uh, well, so this this movie as a movie, uh, everyone I, give it as a rank or as a rating out of ten. I'm gonna give it a six. I it's given me some things that I want going forward. Like I've always really loved the Fantastic Four, and like Reed Richards is here, and he mentioned his his wife. So Sue Storm is in at least one of these universes. So that is coming. I like what it set up going maybe. forward. We keep saying it's coming, maybe. Like I and I, I love that like Wong is Sorcerer Supreme. Like I want and he's gonna be in the She-Hulk like show. Like I give me the Wong cinematic universe. Like that's is, I, is She-Hulk a selling point. Just either way, we are getting more <laughs> Wong is great. We I are getting Wong. more Benedict Wong. Um Woo. so I, I like the I liked the action. I liked what this is setting up, but as a movie, solid six out of ten. 
I mm-hmm. would have to agree. Six out of ten. I actually just put. I actually just updated my rankings, and it is currently thirty four out of thirty eight. In the two tugs at the collar. <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> oh, I haven't is added that a Moon Knight. Joke now. Yes. So <laughs> I am going to put Moon Knight actually as number fifteen. Hmm, okay. You know, wow. I just feel like the sum of the whole. And autocorrect just... called it Moon Knight. So I just wanted to put that out there. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Multiverse. (laughs) (laughs) They're all cows. That's why they go through the milk universe. uh, Multiverse. (laughs) That's all. Yeah, the atmosphere is all milk. The Milky Way in that universe is actually made of milk. My hands are wet because I just washed them, not for any other reason. (laughs) Yeah. Um. I around my rankings, there's. Uh, Guardians 2, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Iron Man 2, Doctor Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, The Incredible Hulk, Spider-Man 3, being slowly gutted with the rusty knife, Iron Man 3. <laughs> uh, all right, Dallas, what would you how would you rank this one? I would give it a six or a seven. Okay. Oh, I like that. Seven. Yeah, because it's just good a good time. Man. That's a C that passes. Well, this is Marvel. You're setting your sights too high for oh. like like if this was a DC movie, it's one of the greatest movies ever made. The if, the music scene was and I'd forgotten about it until you guys re brought it back up. Like that was was terrible. Now that I think, but like the rest of it, I was on trauma. Remember? Yeah, I like, I've been dreaming about fighting with music notes, and now I, I know why. But besides that, I thought the rest of it, I was I was uh, on board I, with. my most excited moment. In that movie was hearing da 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 and then seeing Captain Keep it going, Cody. Keep it going. I was never a huge X-Men fan, so like that didn't oh my fancy. Oh gosh. I actually revisited season one late last year of uh X-Men. So like a lot of that was fresh in my memory. See, with um, cartoons growing up, it was always uh, Batman the Animated Series and Ninja Turtles. Which Those is a gl- Batman the Animated Series was a glorious show. It's oh, yeah. Still, still one I of the greatest cartoons ever made. Alex, what would you rank it? As much smack as I have talked, um, I would I would only I I cannot give it worse than a five. Um, because frankly the 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 whole is not greater than the sum of its parts like the the parts are there and um i think i said this in a in a conversation that we just had um offline where i was like it felt like the writing room was like one guy was writing something and he was like oh this is great and then the other writer went Ooh, I got another idea. And then the janitor walked in and he's like, can I try? And they were like, uh, and he's like, <laughs> and they died. <laughs> like, so, uh, there was a lot of good pieces and it never fit together cohesively. And I just, I can't give it anything higher than a five though, because I just, it wasn't good. The, the parts were okay. I'm totally fine with Wanda being the villain and that they say that her mind's corrupted. They didn't actually spend enough make, like earning it. I'm totally yeah. fine if they want to say that 
Strange is going to use the bad book against the bad book, which also, if there's multiple book, bad books, then why aren't there multiple good books? But let's, that's beside the point. I mean, all, that's just it. Like every time I thought, oh, this is a good thing, there was something else dragging it back. And yeah. so, frankly, it just leaves me dab smack in the middle. Like yeah. I can't give it anything more than a five and I can't give it anything less. So Dallas at a seven, Cody at a six, me at a six, you at a five. Would that mean our podcast recommendation or rating of this movie is a six out of 10? Sure. I think so. Yeah. Wait, does it mean, does it mean that I recommend if I use like the Jeremy Johns uh, rating system, it's uh, some alcohol required. Like, yeah, maybe if, right. I was, if I was drunk, it would be more fun, maybe. <laughs> or the the previewed one, where like, how would you rate this fail? It's getting one out of one giant eyeballs. Just <laughs> you're opening its soul right up to you, and you're not entirely sure what it you're was. At. You know where you said it was like two hours of Marvel content, like. Yeah, I guess, but is that a good thing or not? I mean. Age of Ultron was two hours of Marvel content. Iron Man 3 is two hours of Marvel content. And it will forever be at the bottom of my list for all the Or the Dark World is being gutted by Rusty. Or the Dark World, two hours of subpar Marvel content. (laughs) This is right there in its similar company. I think the, the multiverse is becoming more that they more to contend with than maybe they thought to like try to explain. And then now you got to bring in new characters. You just bring in a small Puerto Rican girl who just punches stars into space. And she's like, look, you're a bad mom in this universe. And it just solves your problems. Just shame people with stars. You know, you get a gold star and you get. Isn't there a Dr. Seuss book about that? Like shame people with stars. Star-bellied snitches. Yeah, that's what I, those I were like actually how, little multiverse a, portals on their bellies. I am proud yeah, of exactly. the deep cut references I have been making this episode. I'm so <laughs> yeah. proud of you, Cody. If you look Again, really close at the no... sneeches, there's little tentacles coming out, like it's <laughs> trying to come out of the <laughs> like, multiverse. The acting, I say, great. for the purposes of like not for the for the purposes of uplifting this mm-hmm. and ending on a high note. Do you want to talk about what is coming next as an ongoing series for our podcast? Oh, series for the podcast, not not coming next to Marvel. Oh, yes. Um, So, kind of speaking of, uh, actually, I think we brought up, we brought (laughs) up. I think we're, I think we're all mostly negative with this movie. So I'm just like, let's just, yeah, let's let's go on a high note. Yeah, we can end on a high note. Um, so I well, okay, end on a high note in things that we liked about it. Oh uh, yes, let's. I so it, it, Elizabeth Olsen's performance as Wanda. Oh yeah, she killed it. Chef's Wonderful. kiss. Ten out just, of ten. She she killed it and lots of people in the process. <laughs> do I like the role that she was written for? No, but did she do a great job? Yes. She she acted the socks off of that role. Um, it, most of the time, visually, the movie was stunning, especially going through the different um aspects of the multiverse. Uh. I it did make me excited for what's coming in Marvel. Possibly. Maybe I, I possibly. need I need a Captain Carter movie. Uh, apparently 
some a solo project with Captain Carter is actually in the works. Good. Saw that right. today. I'm I'm Good. completely on board for that. But um, yeah. So Cody, I I, I do agree. Uh, like on ending, yeah, kind right. of on a high note. Uh, we do have a couple of things um, planned for the podcast coming up. We're going to be taking a deep dive into movies. Uh, film theory kind of opens the multiverse portal for that, if you will. Uh, we oh, are... Yeah, <laughs> drew attention to it. Anyways, um, <laughs> we we actually have a film bracket coming up, like our own like tournament of movies, where we have each gone through and made our list of top favorite movies voted on each other's list to pull the top five out of each and we're going to put them head to head and that's going to be an episode coming up and the winner we are going to do a live commentary for that movie so the movie will be playing there will be no editing to this podcast (laughs) 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 there may be some there may be some elements that are muted so you what scenes car yeah yeah so i i want unnecessary bleeping at certain points <laughs> so scenes like scenes where you think that we are just lost in thought about what's happening on screen is probably just some ludicrous conversation that just did not make the cut but that that's coming up um we are also um prepping for our harry potter series which is arriving on Harry's birthday and ending on September 1st, back to Hogwarts. So um, definitely stay tuned for that. I I kind of hold off on insisting upon Harry Potter episodes because I've settled on July 31st to September 1st is my time. It's mine. Back to Hogwarts, the movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger comes in fights <laughs> there there it's is a song hogwarts. called going Netflix back to hogwarts in Netflix. a very potter musical um get to the train <laughs> get to the train but anyway so that's 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 going over public meat family looking for a movie uh, but that's um so that's coming up in the future um but we've actually got several episodes like lined up in the barrel ready to go we're shooting for weekly releases so uh stick so with the references there in the barrel shooting for re- so um, Get to the chopper. um <laughs> we i know that a lot of podcast listeners really love consistency and we've already uh, seen we are anything but, uh, <laughs> you know, we are consistently inconsistent <laughs> there are podcasts with structure now the actual podcast itself will be all over the place but we're gonna we're gonna shoot to, to at least give you one every friday there threw it out in the ether felt the weight of the question descend upon my shoulders but anyways uh, so i think on that note um i am gonna head out of here because uh uh, time waits for no man and neither does a four-year-old who decides to wake up at the butt crack of dawn but anyways uh thanks for um for hopping on and discussing the the Are you kidding? I'm working. All right, I'll be right there. And grab the movie. Go, 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 go. Come on, Mama. Goodbye.
into which was I have literally unplugged my modem, my router, and well, that's the problem. You have no internet. <laughs> <laughs> You're still using the residual internet, but it's still in the line. 